Why, hello, it is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Kayla Thompson over Zoom video. Kayla was born in Boston and moved to North Carolina when she was around six years old. She grew up in the church, so she grew up singing in the worship group, but didn't pick up an instrument until she was in middle school. She started playing guitar. She never performed in front of anyone until she was a senior in high school. She played guitar, sang, would learn a bunch of covers. And senior year, she decided, I'm going to take a shot at this music thing. I'm going to do the talent show. I'm going to play for my whole school. And she ended up getting great feedback. When she graduated high school, she went to college, still kind of thinking about doing the music thing, but wasn't really fully invested yet until she saw Tori Kelly live, and that really changed it all for her. She wrote her first song at 19. Her uncle is a singer-songwriter and has been a huge mentor and asset for her to submit songs to him and kind of get his feedback. After sending him the first song that she had written and felt good about, and he's the one that really validated the fact that she should pursue music as a career. She talked about going to the studio to record her first song, a big milestone with the song Deep Breath, and then again with the song Younger, which was put on a couple editorial playlists on Spotify. And she also talks to us all about her new song called The Remains. You can watch our interview with Kayla on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It would be rad if you subscribe to our channel like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be absolutely amazing if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're Bringing It Backwards with Kayla Thompson. Hello. Hi, Kayla. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. I love your your setup there. It looks great. Oh, thanks. I'm just in my parents' office, actually. So I just kind of plopped myself here. They did everything. <laughs> looks very studious in there, for sure. Yeah, no, it's very studious. Yeah, they study in here and all the good stuff. So, yeah. Right on. Well, uh, my name is Adam, and this is about you and your journey in music. And uh, we'll talk about the new record as well. Sweet. I'm so excited to be here. Very, very cool. So first off, talk to me about where you were born and raised. So I was born and raised in Boston, um, okay. Massachusetts. Yeah. So um, from up north originally, but I lived most of my life in the south. So I live in North Carolina now. Um, OK, so but, you're born, yeah. but you're born in Boston, then moved to North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. At what age did you move? Um, I was still pretty young. I was like, I was around six or seven. Yeah. When oh, okay. I moved to North Carolina. So, I mean, I was pretty much raised in the South, but I like sure. to say that, you know, I got a little city in me. I got a little <laughs> North, North in me. <laughs> but, right on. Yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah. And how did you get into music? Um, man, I mean, I kind of grew up in a musical family. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I would say musical slash like on stage kind of a family. Um, so I always grew up on, yeah, I always grew up around like performers and my dad's a pastor and like, yeah, so my uncle's a songwriter. And so, wow, yeah, but I never really, uh, I guess took it upon myself to 
get into the industry until I was mm-hmm. around 20. Oh, um, wow. So pretty late, I guess you could say I'm 26 now. So a little bit been in it for a little couple years, but mm-hmm. um, I guess what, what made me do it was I wanted to conquer my fear because I was just really scared to sing in front of people. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was comparing myself to everyone and um yeah, it was mainly just my stage fright. So when I was a senior in high school, I just was like, I'm going to just do the talent show. So I did it and it it went really well. I sang, I played guitar and wow. conquered my fear. And I was like, yo, that felt so good to do that. I kind of want to do that some more. And so, yeah, I just started kind of like, you know, testing it out. And then um, and then when I was around 19, I started writing music and um was sharing it with my family and saw how like they were like yo this is really really good like maybe Mm -hmm. you should take this seriously and I was like okay maybe and and then when I saw um I saw Tori Kelly live in concert I love Tori Kelly love her like she's amazing but it wasn't just that she was like obviously an incredible performer like vocalist Mm -hmm. songwriter all the things but it was the fact that I could physically see her like touching people through what she was doing and mm-hmm. I just was like I've never seen people like I guess be ministered to outside of church which is what I grew up in so right right I was she like has an incredible gospel record that she put out too that too but before but before it was like it was just her EP stuff so it was like just her singer songwriter type of stuff but she was like affecting people and I was so obsessed with that and I was like I want to do that so <laughs> okay i, I had a chance <laughs> to interview tori kelly she was so cool so oh, that's so much so fun dumb. yeah she's rad uh, well i want to rewind a bit here uh, i'm interested because you said your dad's a pastor and yeah. growing up in the church you never sang in the church like a church choir or anything like that so i did sing on like the worship team okay um but i never like you know you're never the star yeah i wasn't spotlight pushed me to you know so i would but i didn't really like want to and it Mm. wasn't a consistent thing and i think the the big difference was everyone kind of sings at church and it's just like okay yeah you sing at church so i would tell my school friends like i mean yeah i sing at church but in the south everybody does right so it's like whatever but (laughs) (laughs) when i showed up at the talent show or whatever and i actually sang a solo a solo thing and play guitar people were like oh so you sing right okay right. like it's not you don't just, just like, sing with other people in the church choir <laughs> yeah so i was like so yeah but um but it was interesting kind of again just differentiating church from like pursuing being a singer songwriter mm-hmm. like i wasn't i don't write like christian music so right i was like i don't know if like my church family my my dad is gonna be cool with that but they're actually hella supportive so supportive was, very nice yeah, yeah. Couple, another thing that stuck out to me is you said uh you're you had stage fright and that's why you didn't want to show people you sing to people and then you decide to just do it in front of the whole school which I, to <laughs> me is always like it just it's it's so interesting because if it was me like the last place i'd want to go and like show my skills off for the first time would be in front of all the people that i have to see on a daily basis going right. forward from that moment uh, yeah. I mean, maybe if you were at a coffee shop or you book something like, you know, five towns down, you're like, if I screw this up, probably not right. going to run into these people ever again. But you decide to go like in front of your entire peer group. 
Yeah. <laughs> Tell me that's about that. so true. <laughs> I guess I didn't think about it like that, but um, I think it was like a thing of just like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to like do it all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think like coffee shop people or like people I didn't know at like 10 or 15 people I didn't know at all would still have been scary. But I think the biggest thing was like the big crowd and all the people I knew. Mm-hmm. And I think that was scarier to me. And I, oh, I wanted to like completely break that or try okay. to break that, break that fear. But um, I also just wanted to I, every year I was like, I want to do the talent show, but I'm scared. So it was mm-hmm. kind of a thing where I was like, I have this is my last year of high school. I have to do the talent show. I'm so it was like, it. yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah. I think that was kind of what it was about. But Wh- when did you yeah. start playing guitar? Um, I started playing when I was in middle school. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. I went to, I went to a private school and I went to like a Catholic school. And for some reason, the instrument for music class was guitar and that's cool one yeah it was pretty dope i never yeah. I didn't realize how special that was to later but yeah I so everyone think, like I, I grew up catholic i would never assume okay. that that would be the right the i know choice instrument it could catholic be like school. keys like piano yeah, piano yeah. or like an organ or something like right that. <laughs> exactly. or just like flat out just focusing on singing you know right right hymns and yeah right, right. okay but no it was our teacher wanted to teach us guitar and so everyone learned guitar um but my music teacher um, chose me and two other people as like the guitarist of like the school. Interesting. And so I was like, oh, maybe I'm like really good at like good at this. Like I have yeah. a knack for this. Um, and so her kind of like recognizing that in me is what made me be like, maybe I should get one. I really like it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like kind of kind of got a thing for it. So why sure. not? So was oh, that yeah. the only instrument you played? Was that in the was that the first instrument you learned? Um, the first instrument I learned was actually piano when I was like oh, five. Was. Okay. Yeah, but I didn't really stick with it, so I don't really okay. know how to play you it now. It, your parents were like you should learn piano, and you yeah. did it for a bit, and yeah, then that was, was the kind of one it. of those things. Yeah, when okay. you're like five, and you, your kid wants to play an instrument, so okay. So yeah. guitar was actually the first one that you. Guitar was, I would consider the first one. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. And then when you do this talent show, well, Mm -hmm. first off, you said you didn't start writing songs until you were 19. Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. But prior to that, you were just learning covers and and singing covers. Yep. Yeah. Just doing covers and yeah. um, What did you do at the school talent show? What song? (laughs) This is like nostalgic right now. Me like reminiscing (laughs) on it. Um, I did, I did, uh, a medley because I was really into like mashups and like oh, 2013. Sure. That was like the okay. thing, right? Mashups. So were, did, they're still dope. I like they're mashups. still really dope. Yeah. Um, so I did a mashup of Thinking About You by Frank Ocean and Superhuman, Superhuman by Chris Brown and Kelly. Oh, Rose. okay. No, who was it? Carrie Hilson. Yeah. Interesting. And you played that on guitar. Random. I would love to hear what that sounds like on guitar. That's cool. There's actually, I think the video is on my YouTube channel. I think it's like, oh man, I gotta go find it after this. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> you gotta dig deep into the. <laughs> into I think the I kept it on there. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not bad, but it's like, it's my first time ever singing for real. So when Did I you, watch it, I'm is, like, uh, but is it from the talent show? 
Yeah, it's from the actual Oh, wow. Show. You actually have footage of yeah. your very, very first performance. So that's incredible. I wish I would have known about that. I don't, yeah. I have to go find it now. <laughs> oh, God. That's cool. Please, that's know. cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Not a lot of people could say that. That's true, that they though. actually, you know, true. have that. I should go back and watch it. You're making me be like, you know what? Let mm. me like see where I came from. You know, you should. That's rad. Yeah, that's pretty that, cool. You said your uncle is a songwriter as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's, Does he do it professionally or was it just some hobby he had? No. Yeah. He's a, he's like a touring Christian gospel artist, Phil Thompson. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. So he, he's been right. So, so, okay. Him and uh, three of my other aunts and uncles had a group back in the day, not back in the day, but it was like in the 2000s, mm-hmm. um, 2010s called Ashmont Hill and so he wrote all the songs they went on tour opened up for like a big Christian artist named Nallie Grant um and yeah and so then he broke off and did a solo career so he's been like a big inspiration to me but just like he's my uncle so I right, you know, can right. call did, him about anything talk to him about songs and everything. I was gonna yeah I was gonna ask you about that did when you started yeah. writing songs or when you were pursuing music was he somebody that you would call and ask questions oh, to yeah. and okay yeah I think he was so me kind of writing songs <laughs> whenever I tell the story it's just like really random and odd but I I wasn't trying to write what happened was I think I was like I think I was like on a trip or something and I was just like chilling in like before I went to bed and I started humming something and I was like, what song is that? And something told me like, you just came up with that. And I was like, oh, that's kind of dope. So then the <laughs> next morning I was like, maybe I should try to like write a song. <laughs> and I kind of was just like being stupid, but I like actually came up with like a really cool melody and something that I thought was actually pretty good. So I was like, I don't really know what's going on right now, but maybe I'll just show my uncle. And mm-hmm. so when I showed my uncle Phil, he was like, okay, this is like really good. And I was like, really? <laughs> he was <laughs> like, yeah. Like, when did you start writing songs? I was like, um, last night. I did it last night. <laughs> <laughs> so when he was like making a big deal about it and I, I liked it a lot, I liked, I liked the feeling of like, creating something from nothing or like from inside me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, him kind of like affirming that in me and being like, no, you should practice that. You should do that more. You should, you have it. Like, I think you have a gift for it. Like, let's mm-hmm. see what else you can write. And so that really yeah, like know, validated what you're validated. Doing. Yeah. Validated what I had. And then it made me kind of, take it more seriously yeah and then from there where you should would you show your uncle your songs like oh okay, yeah here's another song like yeah get- would he give you you know can like feedback yeah and give me help feedback you- he would like say actually that's your hook like switch that from the verse and put that there and i would do it oh. and i'd be like oh shoot okay this is this is actually pretty helpful <laughs> so yeah it was it was it was really really dope to have does he still help you now Does, oh or yeah not? Oh, okay one thousand percent. We're like we're very close. I call him about not just songwriting stuff, but like industry stuff, and because mm-hmm. um, he's signed now with like with a label, so he's just like he, I don't know. He's just a great mentor, and it's like he's my flesh and blood, so it's someone that I know I can trust and trust exactly. Actually believes in me, and so 
um, it's been such a blessing for sure. So that's so cool. So yeah. once you show him that song and, you know, he, he kind of validates obviously what you were trying to do and what you're doing, yeah. how do you then start this, this career in music? What do you, what do you do next? Do you just try yeah. to write a hundred more songs? Do you record <laughs> right. a song? Like where do you yeah. go from there? Yeah. So, I mean, after that, you know, I talked to my parents about like this whole music thing and me feeling like, especially off the, it was like kind of everything all together, like my uncle. And then um, shortly after that, like I went to college and everything, but that's when I saw Tori Kelly live and I had that whole epiphany thing. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I want to do. And so when I, you know, I had a talk with my parents, told them it was, it was something I really loved, but it was also something I felt like I could do to like help people. And Mm -hmm. it was bigger than me. And so they were like, okay. And they saw the gift. So they were like, all right, let's, Let's pursue it. So I left school and I started Were you going to, to school for music or no? No, no I was actually going. No, you're good. I was actually going to school for psychology. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought maybe I'd be like a, a counselor, like a family therapist type of a situation. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I thought I was interested in that a little bit, but, but yeah, I, I tabled that and I left school and I started kind of trying to do the social media following stuff and um, YouTube and Instagram mainly. And and then my uncle was like, well, let's let's record one of these songs that you that you wrote. And he was like, I have a producer in Nashville. So I went to Nashville. Um, wow. That's where I'm at yeah. now. Very oh, cool. really? Oh, dope. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually moving there in a couple months. So, no way. Amazing. Yeah. No, I'm excited. Um, I just moved here a little over a year ago. My family and I moved here. I'm from oh, San cool. Diego. From I was going to say, California. where are you from? Okay, from California. Yeah, and then we moved yeah. here like a million other people apparently <laughs> have done. Oh, like have because pe- people have been moving from. Yeah, they've been moving here. It's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. it's Middle Tennessee is like the spot um, people decided to come to. But it's yeah, no, that's true. I I was just in LA for like six months or so, just uh-huh. kind of like doing some music there or whatever and i realized most of the people were like oh yeah I, my friend used to live here but now they moved to nashville or so and so and they've moved here and i'm like why is everybody moving out of california <laughs> yeah <laughs> nashville's a spot i guess yeah it is um that's cool so you'll be here soon so you went yeah. to nashville to record your oh. first songs yes so I, I i recorded my first single it's called hold on to my hand mm-hmm. and um it was a great experience. It was my first time ever like really recording for real. And it was, it was hard. Like I was, I don't know. I was very, very um, self-conscious. And I think growing up, I I really wanted to be perfect all the time, like being the pastor's kid and being the oldest in my family. And so music started to show me how like, you can't be perfect. Like, you're, you're gonna you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna crack sometimes you're not gonna always be on pitch or mm-hmm. you're gonna come up with a lyric line that's kind of stupid or so it it really like uprooted started uprooting a lot of things in me um but anyway yeah so I recorded that and it taught me a lot and and then I started learning like DSPs and I learned all of this kind of stuff on my own. I didn't really ask my uncle for help. Cause I was like, I know how to do it. Like I can figure it out. <laughs> it's 
And yeah, you're like, I'm young. I, I understand technology. Yeah, like I understand. <laughs> and it was so funny because I was telling somebody the other day how my first experience uploading a song like onto, I think I used CD Baby. Uh-huh. That's and, a big one. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and I thought that like you could upload the song the night <laughs> before it was supposed to come out. Oh, yeah, there's a grace period, right? I mean, I haven't done that because I, I I'm not in the in the business of uploading and releasing yeah. music. But so actually walk me through that. You can't just upload. It. I would think you could upload it the day before. No. no? So you okay. so you can't. So usually like usually, you know, now now I know that, you know, you want to give time between like uploading your song till the release date like about at least three weeks so that the music can reach like apple music spotify and like because sometimes that takes like at least a week and a half just for them to get it but then you know there's wiggle room for if you want to get playlisted if you want like Okay. That kind of so there's a happen. whole so there's a whole pool of people that are putting songs that yeah. the editorial playlist can pull from before they even go yeah. like officially out. Yeah, so they can kind of like you can oh you do, yeah, so yeah, so I'm yeah, well you can pitch your song. This. Yeah, so you can like upload your song and then once like so I'll upload it through whoever whatever DSP and then mm-hmm. once Spotify gets it because I'm registered as a like a Spotify artist or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just using Spotify as an example because yeah. they're very they're, they're the, the most like they're the biggest one right now. With, with playlisting and giving yeah. in these a, a shot. Yeah. So once they once they get it, they'll notify you. And that's when you can go in and use what's called the pitch tool. And so you can pitch your song to the editorial playlist by telling them information about the song, like, you know, all that kind of good stuff. Um, So I didn't know about any of that stuff either. I didn't either. That's incredible. Just because from my world of putting a podcast up, I could literally go and push a button right now and use the company that I used to distribute and then it'll be up in 10 minutes on right. Apple and everything else, Spotify. And and so I don't really get why. <laughs> no, it's true. And that's so true. I've heard that about podcasts. So I'm just kind of like, I don't get why it's such a, I think it's just because though. there's maybe there's so much, so many songs coming out every day. Yeah. I, I don't forgot the number. Name. It's like some obscene amount of songs that are being out released of control. on a daily basis. But I mean, it's pretty cool. Everyone has the freedom to, you know, put their stuff out. But it's it's crazy. The amount of songs uploaded like once a day. Right. Right. Wow. So. So learned a lot. Had a (laughs) learned a lot. I just learned a lot. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. So so you you were trying to navigate that. You realized that, okay, I can't just throw a song up day before in hopes that it's going to be everywhere. Um, And then once you kind of figure out that method, like what's your first kind of big moment when it came to putting your music out or like a bigger, like a milestone? Um, when it came to putting my music out, I think the milestone happened a lot, like very recently. So a lot later, but um, I think, I think for me, like I had these little moments of like, little victories years, like little victories are just mm-hmm. little me me kind of gaining more in my tool belt or gaining more confidence in myself and i think my journey was so much my music journey was very tied to like me growing up mm-hmm. as and finding myself as a person 
Um, and like I was kind of mentioning earlier, it really challenged m- me a lot and like broke down a lot of like the foundational things that I stood on, like as a person, just like, you know, being being perfect or trying to, you know, uphold this view or perspective that people mm-hmm. had of me and having a lot of control. Um, and so anyway, I think like there was that and I was growing a lot, but I think from that came this one song uh that i wrote called deep breath and it was about me writing about like my fears and anxieties and things i was dealing with Mm -hmm. um and so when i put that out um that was like the first song that people weren't just like oh kayla put out a song good job it was like whoa like people from all over were messaging me because at that point i had i had kind of like gained a pretty good following on instagram on my own like mm-hmm. yeah you have everything. a great following on there oh Impressive. thank you yeah, yeah. That's cool. um and so it wasn't just like my church family or like my my friends it was like people i, I didn't know at all or people who were like oh i heard this on spotify and messaging me and sending me paragraphs about like how they were feeling depressed at the time and they listened to this and they instantly felt better and it was like a oh shoot, this is what I, what I originally, this was my original why of like, why I wanted to do music when I saw Tori, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm affecting people. Oh shoot. So it really, it was such a cool, a cool year. Um, I think that was 2019. Okay. And so not, not that long ago. Um, and so, yeah, after that, I, I, uh, yeah, just obviously kept releasing music and, and then recently, I put out a single called Younger and that was the first song that ever like got recognized by like the Spotify editorial stuff. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So (laughs) to back up real quick to 2019 to deep breath. So that starts doing well. And then obviously a pandemic happens and like, I mean, how quickly after that? And then are you like, uh, now what do we do? Like, is this music thing still a good idea? No, for real. I think, I think the thing that, that shook me with the pandemic was I did. So I put out deep breath and then that was like going really, going really well. And then I started doing like a lot more shows um, or trying to at least. And so Mm -hmm. I did a so far show in January and um, one of like the, the showrunners for like the East and the West coast, one of the, I think it was the West coast. She was there and at the show randomly and she came up to me and she was like, oh, my gosh, like freaking out. I'd love to, like, help you do a string of like so far shows. So I was supposed to actually do kind of like a like a, like a like tour a tour with uh-huh. so far a little bit. And um, we were like starting to kind of have meetings and talks about it, just like, you know, roughly. And then in March, um yeah the pandemic so i was just oh like, my oh my goodness what the heck because i'd never yeah. done something like that before that would have been such a great experience for me to have but yeah so so there was that and i think the pandemic was was pretty tough sure for me were yeah. you able to write quite a bit or i was i was able or? to write I, I was able to write um i think i just at first it it was cool because I felt like very focused, like I'm in the house, I'm focused on writing or I'm focused on, okay, what's the next song I want to put out? Like, how do I do that? Whatever. 
Um, Cause I was doing like all of this, like trying to market stuff, trying to get producers, trying to whatever on my own. So mm-hmm. yeah. So I was focused on that, but then after a while, it's, I think it just started like, it kind of just started to deter- feeling deteriorating or something. Like I feel like I felt like I was, um kind of just stagnant i feel like i wasn't doing anything and then everyone is the thing that i kind of felt like maybe i had which was like my my instagram my social media platform now everybody's on social media all the time and there's all these new people which is getting oversaturated yeah yeah feeling like oversaturated In in a way it's like okay cool like other people are finding a way to connect with everyone else but it felt like I felt like drowned out a little bit and I wasn't handling it well at all. Um, And I really had to like kind of revisit my identity as a person and not tying it to like um, my followers or how many views or likes I was getting, which, you know, people say a lot. So of course um, it's hard. I wasn't the only one. It's in real time watching like pretty much how, yeah, I, it's really mm-hmm. hard not to pay attention to those numbers yeah, and everything. It's true, especially because before it was working, and then now you're like, okay, so what's wrong? Like, right, right. Do people just not care anymore, mm-hmm. and um, but I think it did teach me not to do it for that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is hard because it's like, well, you are doing it for people. You're doing, right. you're trying to. But give it feels good to get the to validation, consume. right? Yeah, you're like, yeah, oh, and it feels cool. good when people recognize it, right? Exactly. Um, and so people really weren't as much anymore and Mm -hmm. um but that's when i kind of learned like all right whether it's fifteen thousand likes or views or whatever or like three people sending me a message saying how like they heard this song at lunch and it like made their day better like that's those are both wins you know Mm -hmm. um and i don't have to take one as a loss and the other as a as a winner so um so yeah the the pandemic was was kind of was kind of tough and right i mean we're kind of still in it aren't we Uh, of course yeah 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 yeah. no i was gonna say it hasn't gone away yet but still i mean to to have that momentum and then kind of i was just curious how it affected you as far as that went um and you said younger was the first one that got an editorial playlist when Mm -hmm. you put that song out what was that like i mean that was pretty crazy because I didn't know until like two days after I I put the song out like a Friday or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then Sunday, I'm just like having lunch with my friend and a team like a management team I had worked with a couple months prior. They reached out to me like, hey, um, congrats. Like, oh, my God, blowing up my phone. And I'm just like. What are they, maybe they're just talking about the song or whatever like oh thanks right, right. like they're like right. oh my god like younger is doing incredible i'm like okay they're like have you have you gotten on these playlists before and i i'm thinking they're talking about like because i had i'd gotten added to a couple others uh you know indie playlists they had tagged me on instagram i thought they were talking about that mm-hmm. and they're and i was just like oh i don't know they're like oh my god editorial playlists are huge like this is a big deal I was oh, like, wait, wow. what? <laughs> so like, I, went, on. <laughs> I was like, pause. What are y'all talking about? Yeah. So I went on to like my Spotify page and I was like, 
oh, I'm on like five playlists. This is really wild. <laughs> like mm-hmm. what's going on? And um, and because I didn't even with younger, I think I pitched it with the pitch tool I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. I think I pitched it like a couple days before, whereas everyone tells you like, you know, pitch it like three weeks before, like right when Spotify gets it. And I kind of actually dropped the ball on that on my end. Um, and so it was just clearly to me, it was just like, okay, this is God because I didn't do anything to get this, like nothing at all, but just I me mean, obviously try to try to make a great song, but, but yeah, also with younger too, that the concept was one that I didn't feel like a lot of people really understand. So I kind of was just putting it out. Cause I just was like, it's one of my favorite songs I've written. I just want to get it out there and. Well, tell me about the concept. Yeah. yeah. So Younger is pretty much about me. When I first started music, I, I was like, I was telling you, dealing with a lot of fears, pushing through a lot of anxieties and things like that. And I was just like, yo, when I was a kid, I'd never, I don't, I don't feel like I ever dealt with that. I was so free. I was so like, just, just willing to try anything, willing to fall on my face and just get back up. And I was like, I just want to like hone that same thing that I had. And so mm-hmm. I wrote about that. Um, and and uh, and so I think just maybe the I, it was kind of like the the hook of the song was tying it back to my personal relationship with God and mm-hmm. how with him it was easier for me to to hone that again or to like be willing to fall or be willing to fail but I didn't necessarily say say that in the song. So it's a little poetic slightly. So I was like, I don't know if people are going to fully get it, but maybe they will or whatever. But it ended up being another song where, I mean, the Spotify stuff happened, which was really cool. Um, And like just a thumbs up that I'm in the right direction, I think. Right, right, right. um, I was also getting those messages, like how I did with Deep Breath, like just people being like, oh my God, I know exactly how this feels like I'm in this position mm-hmm. myself and this is inspiring me to like, you know, to just take that freedom again. So that was, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Very was, cool. cool. And the newest one that you've recently put out is called the remains. Mm-hmm. Talk yeah. to me about that song. Yeah. So the remains is um, it's, it's probably one of my favorite songs. Um, I, I kind of wrote it not really from an actual specific experience, um, but kind of like a collective experience that I feel like people have when they break up with someone or when a relationship ends, um, where you're kind of in between this, you have this tension in between, like knowing that was the best thing for you to do, like was to end this relationship but like mm-hmm. missing that person or maybe not even missing the person but just missing what it felt like to be in a relationship with somebody mm-hmm. sure <laughs> and um and yeah so me and my me and my friend solomon wrote it he actually brought me the original idea and then i kind of took it and steered it into that direction and um i think what i like about it is that i'm I tried a lot of things production wise I'd never done before. Um, 
like we're doing like stacked vocals, like doubles, like the mm-hmm. entire song, which I always loved in like, you know, Phoebe Bridgers type of music, Claro right, right. or yeah. artists like that. I loved their kind of vibe. And so I was kind of trying that out. And um, and so, yeah, but then also mixing like just some other like pop elements and and not just it strictly being acoustic, which I did a lot in the past. Mm-hmm. So I try to kind of like blend these different sounds. And I think it came out, came out. It's great. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Try to like create like a vibe. uh, Yeah. Maybe experience. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. And do you have other songs in the, you know, in in line, in the queue, I guess. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, I do. I do actually. Um, And that was the great thing about me going to LA and, I worked with a team who helped me like connect and get all these songs produced. And, um, and so I have like a, a good handful of songs to just like release back to back. And so um, we're going to do like a stripped version of the remains next. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Which I'm really excited about. I'm actually like uploading it today. I just got the master back. <laughs> Yesterday. So we'll see it up on so. in like uh, three weeks or whatever. We'll see it right three weeks <laughs> at least. Okay, that's so why I'm gonna put it up right now. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so, so we're doing that one, and I think we have. Um, I think we're gonna try to do maybe three, three more. Just focusing on singles right now, just uh-huh. trying to sure. build that momentum. Um, but yeah, so I I'm definitely leaning further into like what I feel is a more alternative space for me um, than just like the pop kind of singer songwriter stuff I was doing before. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to try something, try something different. I like that kind of music. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I don't want to, I just want to see what people think, put it out, sure. see what happens. So I love it. I love it. I can't yeah. wait to hear that uh, strip version of The Remains as well. And I appreciate your time today, Kayla. This has been oh, awesome. No, Thank I you so much. I appreciate you having me on. This is this is so much fun. It was really easy to talk to you. And oh, thank you. Yeah, this is my first time doing like interviews about my oh, music or myself. Awesome. <laughs> so, That's rad. Well, I'm glad so that uh, cool. you know had a good time. I have one more yeah. question for you. Do sure. you have any advice for aspiring artists? Hmm. Um, I would say, man, I'm thinking of a couple different things, (laughs) but I think, I think the main thing that I've learned is, you know, to give myself grace in this whole thing. Um, and of course it's like a hustle and you have to mix like, you know, being this creative, but also, you know, putting yourself out there and, and being like, ambitious but at the same time um just have grace for your own journey and like there's a pace that everyone's set at and you don't have to compare yourself to anyone else's pace or anyone else's journey but your own and so with that being said just like have grace for yourself and just just love it don't you know try to just be successful at it but like love what you do and love what you create and it'll happen however it happens it will <laughs>